Every podcast topic is crafted and led with the thought of you in mind. And just like this podcast, I also have a published book. It's called Without Ruin, Pearls of Wisdom for the Triumphant Woman. You know, pearls are so precious you would want to protect them. But the same cannot be said about these pearls of wisdom that I've gained along the way. In my book, I've covered all the bases for living a life free from sexual compromise. I want you to have these pearls and I want you to pass them on to others around you. If this 30-second plug has captured your attention at all, you need to get the book Without Ruin Pearls of Wisdom for the Triumphant Woman. Written by me, your host, Berthina Jackson. Head to Amazon.com to get your copy. Ladies, your natural instinct is to worry. You worry about your children, your health, your relationship, and everything else under the sun. It's a classic case of worry wart syndrome. If you tend to worry needlessly, you are not alone. Welcome to the She Strives with Faith podcast with Berthina Jackson. Berthina is a two-time divorcee, single mother, and war veteran who suffered from anxiety, but learned to let go and let God. Berthina will share captivating and down-to-earth conversations on how to strive by faith. Here's your host, Berthina Jackson. Hello, sister friends. Welcome back to the She Strives with Faith podcast. How are you? Happy Resurrection Day, or some people um, refer to it as Happy Easter. Happy Easter to you and your family. I trust all is well with you. Before I get into the episode, I just want to keep bring you up to date on how the weather is in Maryland, as if you really care, but I just got to share this, okay? The weather is slowly warming up, and I have been waiting for warm weather since January, and as soon as I saw the leaves on the trees, I got really excited, and I went out to the store. I started looking at flower pots, plants, and wind chimes, various patio decorations, because I am going to be spending lots of quality time on my patio soaking up the sun. But listen, enough of the small talk. I know y'all ready to get into this episode. Y'all ready to get this conversation started. So the topic for today is transition. Why? Because we have all experienced transition at one time or another. By definition, transition is an act or the process of passing from one state, stage, place, or subject to another. Let me ask you this one important question. Do you want to know how you can thrive and survive during transition? Great. Let's go ahead and get started. Ladies, we are definitely in this journey together and we will survive and thrive because God made us to be resilient. For a healthy transition, number one, we've got to trust in God and his presence. That's the only way you're going to have a healthy transition. It's not because you don't want to you don't want to be driven crazy by the transition because it can easily happen because there will be battles to fight, challenges to get through. But how are you going to get through that if you didn't got the help of God? It's with his strength that we're able to do it. It's with his power 
and his guidance that we're able to make the changes that we need to make and not be afraid and not be fearful. We got to get moving. We can't waste no time. Now, I'm going to tell you, let me share this experience with you. My first real-time serious transition was when I joined the military. I was 18 years old and I decided that I was going to do this military thing because I wanted to go to school and I did it. I left home. I left the familiarity of Cleveland, Ohio to join the military. And here's another big transition that happened for me. I was in the military for 20 years. My family moved five times over a 20 year period. And it it was not just from town to town. It was from one state to another and even overseas to Italy. And let me tell you, that flight to Italy was the longest flight of my life. Would I do it again? Yeah, I would because Italy is absolutely beautiful. I was in Naples, Italy. It's gorgeous, gorgeous. Anyway, every move that I made, every every move that I made local and globally resulted in mental and physical stress and it put increased tension on my marriage. You see, my husband at the time was not in the military and had to leave yet another job to follow me. My daughter was too young to care. I mean, she was three years old in daycare. She didn't care anything about her daycare friends, okay? She didn't have an opinion. She just went along with it. She was just a baby. My husband, my then husband at the time, was having some problems leaving his good paying job. And in my mind, what I really wanted to tell him was like, listen, dude, be grown. You a grown man. Let's do this. Let's be adult and mature about this. You knew when you married me that this was the package that you were accepting. You knew I was in the military. There were going to be times where we had to pick up and leave. So stop your whining and complaining and let's get this thing done. Let's get moving because this is what it is. But I didn't say that. I was definitely more compassionate and definitely more understanding because I understood he wasn't in the military. I was in the military and I was accustomed to moving before I met him. It was no big deal for me. But for him, it was huge because he was giving up something to follow me. He was giving up his livelihood. It was a big challenge for him. It was a transition for him. So I understood As much as I could, I understood. So as we were preparing for the global move from North Carolina to Naples, Italy, I decided to try a new approach to assure or to ensure that my then husband enjoyed the moment. I wanted him to have an opportunity to make a positive transition from our old home to our new home by welcoming and embracing the change. And with that, I had to change my attitude in terms of how I was dealing with him and talking to him. Because again, he wasn't used to just picking up and leaving everything behind. So what I told my myself and my then husband, I said, you know, change is inevitable. It's normal and it's necessary and everything will, will be all right once we get to our new destination and we get settled in. We'll meet new people, other military families. We'll learn the customs in Italy. We'll get to travel, learn some Italian. Okay. Yes. Like, um, not bonjour because that's French. 
Um, but I forgot how they say hello in Italian. Anyway, it's been a while. But as I was saying, I told him that everything would be okay. And I think eventually he grew to understand that he did embrace it. We did travel to Italy. We were stationed there for four years and everything was cool. Everything was fine. So yeah, it turned out to be all right. He was even able to find a job, probably not making as much as he did when he was in the United States, but nevertheless, he found a job. Now, some people say if transition isn't painful, then you aren't making progress. Now, I'm not sure if I agree with that 100%, but I will tell you this, transition can definitely be painful, especially when you're married and you have kids involved and the spouse isn't really ready to leave behind and embrace the new. It can be painful because now you got the arguing going back and forth, the disagreement. Yeah, it can definitely be painful. But at the end of it all, the end result is that if you can get that person to agree with you, um, to support you in that change and that transition is less painful. Something else I've learned along the way <laughs> with this whole thing with my then husband, if you really want to know the true character of a man or woman, watch that person during transition. It shows up big time, my sister. You'll see an entirely different person. But I think the thing about that is that you can't take it personally. You got to put yourself in that other person's shoes, in a sense, to get a feel for how, for what they're going through. Okay. That's just being connected to that person and having more compassion and empathy. But anyway, regardless of that, the transition happened. And it was good. I want to remind you that our posture during transition must be active and not passive. That means you, you got to get up and do something. It needs to be positive and not negative. Although it's hard to think about, we will have to walk through several weighty transitions. If not now, then later on in life, transitions are going to come. It's just the way life works. But each transition is an opportunity for us to be proactive. Yeah, we, we, we're going to need to model strong faith, unfailing hope, total trust in God, and have the character and self-discipline to avoid hasty moments when we say things that could circumvent our transition. Let it be known that passivity does not work in the face of transition. Because it takes courage to move and not be fearful. Oh, yes, sure. It's scary. But like Joshua, you and I are called to be courageous, to rise up and to walk through every transition, to walk forward through every transition. Our guide through transition is God's word. Consider in Joshua chapter one, verse eight, it says this book of instruction must not depart from your mouth. You are to recite it day and night so that you may carefully observe everything written in it. For then you will prosper and succeed in whatever you do. If you immerse yourself in the word of God and do what it says, your transition will be a whole lot easier. 
whether it's marriage, home buying, uh, moving abroad, becoming an expat. All those things fall into the category of major transition. But my sister, don't forget what God promised. He said we will prosper as long as we stay connected to him. We need to listen for his instructions because how else are we going to know if we are making the right choice? How are we going to get through that transition if we don't have him in our corner? I, you know, I remember when I decided to transition from military housing and began the search for my new home. Home ownership was scary for me. Home ownership meant that I was going to be responsible for the repairs, property taxes, homeowners insurance, homeowner association fees. And I knew the moment I decided to buy a house, that meant I couldn't call the front office and request they send over the maintenance man when my toilet wasn't working or the AC unit broke. But ladies, knowing this did not stop me from transitioning from apartment living to home ownership. Why? Because I was at peace about buying my home and it all worked out. Transition ain't easy, but you got to do what you got to do. And I'm very happy that I brought my home. I'm happy with my house. It was a wonderful purchase. I, I have no regrets whatsoever. Best decision I ever made once I got through the fear. Okay. I want to give you a few strategies for effectively managing and thriving through transitions. I have three strategies that I want to share with you. Strategy number one, know the emotional stages of transition. So here it is, ladies. When you know the emotional stages that you might go through, um, they can be unanticipated transitions. But that's okay because that's to be expected. And as you go through, as you deal with unanticipated transitions, this is just one way to fortify your psyche in advance of unanticipated change. You see, change is situational. Transition, on the other hand, is psychological. It's a mind thing. And if we let our mind play tricks on us, we will start overthinking, coming up with every scenario imaginable. And that only leads to more indecision and procrastination. Because ladies, deep down on the inside, we know we need to leave that boring dead-end job. Many of us are contemplating retirement. Or in my case, I spent a lot of time thinking about whether or not I wanted to retire from the military. You know, it was it was not an easy decision, but I decided to to retire. And we know we need to transition out of a relationship that is bringing us down and holding us back from something better. And how about this? What if your pastor asks you to travel overseas for a conference and you don't like being away from your family? It's tough. The choices are tough. Transition is not easy, but we can thrive and survive. Okay. We can do this because listen, without A transition, a change is just a rearrangement of the furniture. Unless a transition happens, a change won't work. And change is usually followed by a series of negative emotional stages on the downward slope, such as denial, shock. You might experience some anger, frustration, and ambivalence. And then after that comes the neutral zone, where it appears nothing is happening, but in actuality, 
In actuality, you're coming to terms with whatever has suddenly changed. And finally, a new beginning emerges on the upward slope, moving through the emotions of skepticism to acceptance, hope. And eventually, you have this enthusiastic attitude about the transition and you're ready to embrace something new. Strategy number two, prepare for the transition. You want to seek balance, steadiness, and power to create smooth transitions for yourself. Preparation means being clear about your current abilities and constantly looking for new ways to enhance your skills or increase your knowledge. The work of teacher and writer George Leonard shows that mastery is a continuing journey. It's one that requires a constant recommitment to building skills in order to overcome new challenges. You must be willing to learn new techniques and improve old ones. You must also know what actions hold you steady when things get rough and practice them when things are going smoothly so that you can survive the hard times. And ladies, finally, number three, use available resources and follow through. As you work through the transitions, you need to look at resources that are available to you. So now that you have eyes on the ground, what do you need to do to follow through? What do you need to get better psychologically, physically, um, to Uh, let me back up. What do you need to get better psychologically, physically, or to grow your expertise in a particular area? I'm just having a time right now with getting my thoughts together. Okay, let me get back on track. So if you are looking to leave a job, you want to know what experience and knowledge you need to have to succeed in a new and different job. So being prepared to transition means investigating what is truly important to you, then figuring out the best way to deploy that discernment. Okay. So I want to say this. Oh, here's a bonus. Here's a bonus. I'm sorry. I left this out. Bonus number four. This is strategy number four. This is a bonus. Be okay with uncomfortable. So there are no two ways about it. Growth is uncomfortable, okay? It just is what it is, right? So it's easy to be scared. It's scary to be hurled out of your comfort zone. It's even scary when you have planned to leave your comfort zone on purpose. As I like to say, even good transitions can be hard. And discomfort signals change is happening. So you can embrace the change or reject it. It's up to you. It is all up to you. Nobody can figure that out for you. I want you to remember this quote. God said to Joshua, have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. So ladies, do you believe God will be with you wherever you go? I hope so. I know I do. And I want you to remember this as well, my friend, when shifts and transitions shake you to the core, see that as a sign of greatness that's about to occur. And to sum up, 
Preparing for inevitable transitions, both good and bad, requires looking ahead and not backward, while building both your understanding of change and improving your skills ahead of time. So, we are going to survive and thrive transition. Use the skills that God gave you. Build upon your understanding of change. Accept it and embrace it. And remember, everything is going to be okay. Everything is going to be cool. Once you take that initial step and the next step and the next step, finally, before you blink an eye, you'll be at your final destination and you'll be looking back and saying, wow, how did I get here? In the beginning, I was afraid. I was anxious. I didn't know if I was going to be able to do this and look at you. You successfully made the transition. Congratulations. Okay. Congratulations. So before I go, as you all know, I have to ask this question. I want to know if you have accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And if you haven't, come on, ladies, there is no better time than now. Now, if you believe the Bible offers truth about the way to salvation, but you have not taken the step to become a Christian, it's as simple as praying this prayer. Very simple. So are you ready to give your life to Jesus? Come on, girl. Then say this prayer with me. Dear Lord, I am a sinner. I repent of my sins and I need your forgiveness. I believe you died in my place and rose from the grave to make me new and to prepare me to live in your presence forever. Jesus, come into my life. Take control of my life. Forgive my sins and save me. I place my trust in you alone for my salvation and I accept your free gift of eternal life. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, I have prayed. Amen. Congratulations. Welcome to the family of God. Listen, ladies, thank you for listening. I have so much love for you. It has been a pleasure talking to you as always. I hope you enjoyed the chat. I hope it was helpful. Please share it with other women. And have a wonderful, wonderful day. Until next time, keep striving with faith. God bless. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the She Strives with Faith podcast. To hear more about how you can tap into the power of striving with faith, join her next week. If you found value in the episode, give her a rating or tell a friend about the show. Follow Berthina on Facebook and Instagram for a more personal chat. Until next time, strive to keep faith alive. Thank you so much for listening. It was really great spending time with you. Once again, I'm Berthina Jackson, author of Without Ruin, Pearls of Wisdom for the Triumphant Woman, purchasable at Amazon.com. Feel free to reach out to me on Facebook and Instagram. I look forward to hearing from you. Till next time, Berthina. Berthina.